Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Joe's got the day off as he always has a retirement prolonged three day <laughs> weekend. Every day is a holiday for Joe anyway, so oh boy. weekends are no different. And Ben Reichley is here, local businessman, Republican committee person. Uh, he does not watch Fox News much, so he doesn't really. Uh, well, you know what some uh, of their. Watch them all. Their Try to watch them all. Try to watch them all. Some See of them, how bad uh, they some are. of them are great to watch because <laughs> they make you feel so much better. It's, I mean, that's right. Well, oh my gosh, I'm not that dumb. Oh jeez, when I watch MSNBC, I feel like holy smokes, the world's. You know, I think of the REM world's song. The world's end. coming to an end, but we're still here. Oh no, that was back during the Russian probe. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So, so we're still here. How do you like Joe's tent? Well, it's the Robert uh, Garrett tent. Well, we set that up last Friday for for Bob Garrett, Boy in the Bubble. Uh, this is uh, quite interesting. I don't know if it's a... Uh, don't touch it, please. Oh, well, no, I just wanted to <laughs> make sure it wasn't plexiglass, but uh, uh, it's a cross between... Um, it's actually double thick. It is it double thick? Okay, yeah, so it's, it's double ply. Double right. ply. That's uh, sort of the type of toilet paper you want to get to. <laughs> if, if you can find it. Uh, I think this is a cross between... Um, what I've seen on, the bubble boy uh, on, on a Seinfeld. mash on the Bubble Boy in Seinfeld and the Jamaican hospital I visited one time. I, th- I think this is uh, <laughs> this is all about. But hey, if it works and it makes people feel better, that's uh, good. But uh, no, uh, uh, we got a couple little things here in the bottom to let the mouse come through. Well, that's that's sort of uh, right engineering proper. But uh, and no. that air tank is actually oxygen. We had nitrous for Bob, but uh, you get the oxygen. No good. I feel good. I feel like I'm up in. Uh, you should. Uh, Denver. Denver and uh, <laughs> or Mexico City. And uh, we're doing the show from the interesting show. I got to hear a little bit of Wednesday. Uh, I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, the passing of Paul Lease. Uh, I saw mm-hmm. that in the paper that morning. You guys talked about it. Uh, and, you know, I think somebody made the comment or an emailer that maybe maybe Paul can get a, get a question answered. Answer, or maybe the good Lord's going to just look at him and say, hmm. Okay, let's let me think on that one. But uh, no, uh, you know, Paul was a you know uh, a good contributor to the show, and uh, also I uh, didn't hear yesterday. But is there anything out of New Berlin? No, we're still looking for Dan. Okay, still looking for no, Dan. There, there was an obit from a New Berliner today, and I thought, uh oh, but it's not him. Okay, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, I'm sure uh, you folks have been talking about this virus and the uh, different scenarios, and we have some interesting points. I uh, told you earlier, Bob Garrett from the Chamber is going to call in about nine twenty, nine thirty to fill us in on the little uh, business-wise. But also, I think we should maybe throw some questions out, and and also not Monday morning quarterback. Uh, Somebody once told me, you know, hindsight is 20, 2010 or twenty twenty. I said, no, no, it better be twenty ten. It better be ten ten. It better be laser perfect <laughs> if your hindsight. Ooh, I like but that. Uh, what's going on with the schools? 
They're uh, closed. I okay. Yeah, I mean, is there an economic reason? Well, you've been a skeptic all along, so let's talk about that. Let me introduce I've been the show. Skeptical, and then which everybody should be skeptical about everything in life. All right, but you've been compliant, right? You've been very sh- much shuttering down, right? I didn't so. go out of my well. F- I didn't drive an automobile for two days. Walked outside, <laughs> talked wow, to people across like? the street. So that's 60 feet, okay. not six feet. So uh. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. We got open phones the whole hour today. Mm. So feel free to call in, or the whole 90 minutes. We got open phones, so call in. Uh, we got a real bona fide uh, skeptic on board. Doesn't believe in climate <laughs> change, doesn't believe in the COVID no. virus. So The climate so. has been changing since day one. See, there the we virus go. virus is out. SARS was here. MERS was here. But the, and COVID and, will come and, and go. And let's get right. some of the callers to call in before the end of the show so there can be some discussion. Most of them want to have an now. argument, but let's have a discussion. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. If you haven't heard about the Text Connect system, that texting number, uh, that's our way of reaching out to you whenever there's breaking news. For example, we sent out a Text Connect message yesterday that there would be no school for the rest of the school year uh, and uh, to that end uh, we sent out a text message of course during the month of April we had uh, or month of March we had about a dozen text connect messages as various things shut mm-hmm. down at various times. Uh, very very, uh, very good uh, feature summary broadcasting and I did like the uh, test connect school was out and you guys played the Alice Cooper song school's out school's that was out. very, yeah, uh, text very good right. I liked it. All right, one 800 795 Please call us immediately. Uh, we have a genuine skeptic here. Uh, we have one <laughs> radio host uh, in, in from western Pennsylvania mm-hmm. who was saying, what's so wrong if we lose the top end of our population, if we lose people over 65? What's so wrong with that? So uh, we'll ask that question out loud. Uh, we, you know, we lose oh, hundreds of thousands of people each year through death, so what difference does it make if they die from the uh, coronavirus? Is, the, uh, t- is she the... DJ from KDKA? Yep, or, yep, okay. yep. She's in the news. She's right on the right-hand side of your screen if you look up. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Bobby, what's your view on this? Uh, yes, uh, I'm going to say good morning, everyone. Uh, oh, okay. From being, I'm going to say, from being a resident of Pennsylvania all my life, uh, um, of course, being around here and everything, uh, you know, with, you know, um, I know, I can't figure out, okay, why, um, like, closing of the schools, closing of the churches i mean i mean why select certain things we need education uh one way or another and we need some type of uh worship whether it's whatever but why why are they doing that well, Bobby, I think they wanted to uh, flatten the curve. We're going to have some new words. Right, that we're it's all use about saving the rest lives. of our lives. Uh, social distancing, flatten the curve. No, they, they needed to do some, take some initiatives. Uh, you saw it from the president down to the governors, down to certain areas. Uh, however, I think uh, all parties sh- should be uh, reinvestigated uh, from a standpoint on what was the criteria to do this. I, I he, here's a couple things. I, I I think we should question. I mean, you should always question government, isn't that, uh, Mark? What you guys right. in the '60s always question did? Authority. <laughs> question authority. So anyway, but, but uh, I agree. But Bobby, let's look at this. A couple things. We'll throw this out early. Get some callers. Why are the liquor stores in Pennsylvania closed, except that they're public? They're they're run by the government. Why are car dealerships closed? 
if you can go into a Home Depot, a Lowe's, a big box store, Walmart included, and it's nothing that they should be closed or open, but but why why are our auto dealerships closed? And, and you know what are the criteria? to get a variance to keep your business open, and why isn't that public? Uh, I, I think there's a lot of things the governor's done that has been um, been uh, probably uh, to the point, uh, the proper things to do. However, how they did them were very questionable, and then also some of the details. So let's say 70% probably positive, probably 30% uh, very, very, very questionable. And the inconsistencies are what's different. And should have Philadelphia, Montgomery, Delaware, Chester County had some different scenarios compared to Snyder Union and Columbia? Yes. Yes, of course. You being a local businessman, and this is this is what I'm trying to say with with what with what with with, with 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 I mean, you know, we have um, this. We don't have hardly any mass transportation around here, so cars and vans and cab companies uh, are the only way you can get somewhere. Oh yeah, and the uh, well, I guess the Ubers aren't running the gig. Yeah, gig car. But the the scenario also, and I think I've talked about this. I thought I heard Joe McGranian talk about this too, Mark. I've talked to others about this. Is look what's going on at the border, and look at the economy that is leaving, the commerce that is leaving Pennsylvania to go do business in the other states. I don't think Money's Pennsylvania pouring out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I don't think Pennsylvania is in as bad a shape as New Jersey in a lot of ways. However, so why? can you buy a car? Why can you buy liquor? Hold it. That's privatized yeah. in New Jersey. Oh, okay. It's privatized in New York, Ohio, West Virginia, Maryland. We should look very strongly at privatizing our liquor stores. And well, get the, the only thing you can't get in Pennsylvania is liquor, wine and beer are at the grocery store. Yeah. So what's, what's the difference between the liquor store and, and going to Wise supermarket is open. Yeah. Or going to bed. Meaning, you know, the difference is political. Yeah, and, 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 and a lottery tickets. <laughs> well, lottery tickets you can get at the um, no, but I convenience mean, stores you know, and the if, other places. You know, if, if you're going to shut one thing down, yeah, you know, I agree. There should be some type of, I don't know. Bobby, some, yeah, here, here's of, a scenario let's look at. Yeah, okay, sure. you make a decision to do something. First of all, it was convoluted because it was a press conference supposedly at 12 or 1 o'clock the governor's going to have. Then he had it at 5 o'clock. Then you were shutting down either that evening at 8 o'clock or the next now day at 8 o'clock. Now we have stay at home. Well, but you can still buy guns, beer, well, and others. Again, though, if you do this, and then you all of a sudden your people find out that, okay, okay, we gotta we got to readjust this. Well, go, go and make some adjustments. People will adapt to that. Just like we'll have Bob Garrett calling in about uh, the business stuff that's been going on, and it looks like the president and the administration has have adapted and changed some things here and there. But you know what? If you came out with this, Governor Wolf, then adapt it. Okay. Or somewhat foolishly keep money leaving Pennsylvania and going to other states and other states that are either in a little better shape or a lot worse than uh, than Pennsylvania. It makes, uh, makes no sense to me, but uh, if somebody can explain it, we'll certainly appreciate it. 
Okay, thank you. One eight hundred. Thank you, Bobby. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll take a quickie break. When we come back, we'd love to hear from you. Why are we trying to flatten the curve? We're just going to kill <laughs> off some old people anyway. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll read that comment in full from one of our good fellow announcers on the western half of the state, and one uh, of our brethren out west. Why are schools shut down? Yeah, the governor is. Uh, it's it's kind of funny if you if you ask him, they oh, have yeah. a, a staid answer, and they ju- they're willing to. He's willing to repeat the non-answer dozens of times daily, but he'll never answer well, the question. Well, how, how many full. of his decisions are going to affect his re-election? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> All right, and he doesn't. He said he doesn't want to run for senator, so that, oh, that's not going to work. All right, that's the best thing he could do for us. <laughs> right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Call us immediately. We got four open lines, an empty email basket, and our text uh, basket is empty. So text us at seven zero two three six. Email us at on the market at the uh, or call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Uh, special, special, special caller, I'd say. Well, it is Good Friday, mm. and this is not the day you typically think of as the day that someone comes back to life. Mm. That'll be happening on uh, Saturday night. But I am very glad to say that the most unique conservative we've ever met, Dan <laughs> from New Berlin, is alive. Uh, he well, lives. Let, let's hear him first. Let's hear him first to confirm this. Dan, you're on the mark. Dan? Oh, i got to push the button. <laughs> I'm not even putting... Oh. Go ahead. Welcome aboard, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. No, I was listening every day. I, the reason I didn't call, I didn't have a lot to add to the program. You guys had such good callers, and I agree with... Uh, like, I agree with Mike and Van a lot that called in on this program. So I didn't have anything to add, but uh, I never miss it. Well, I was afraid that you went down with the COVID or something. Nope, I'm still mean as ever. I'm still the mean conservative <laughs> mean. from Berlin. Oh, mean. I think, oh, no, Dan, I thought you were just waiting until I got back on the air to call. But I, I have appreciate to, that. Ben, I have to say one thing. I've said it before. I think I agree with you more than any of the other hosts. <laughs> well, I have to say that, Ben. Well, I appreciate are you, that. Are you a COVID I'm skeptic? A, I'm, I'm skeptical about a lot of things that happen. Like, um, like the press has been mean to Trump. They still hate the man and the callers. 
that hated Trump don't love him anymore. And I think he's doing a good job. I'll give him a B plus, or I'd give him a full A, but then people would think I was prejudiced. Well, Dan, let me ask you this, and, and I, I've thrown this out to a number of people around the country, actually talking to some of them. Uh, I, I told them that this, in the press, most of the press, this coronavirus would have been resolved probably two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, if a couple things would have happened. If the president would have resigned and Mike Pence took over as president, then he resigned and they could get Nancy Pelosi in. If that would have happened, this virus probably would have went away. And that's a sad state of affairs to our media. That's, I agree, Ben. Uh, 100% I agree with you. What they're trying to do is they'll do anything to get rid of Trump. And I can't, I don't understand it, but well, my, my, yes, they're, 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 they're carrying the, Some of the media are carrying water for the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. People are aligning themselves with the commies, the red Chinese. They're, they're aligning themselves with the red Chinese against Half of America, or maybe more than half of America. This is this is getting absurd, to to the point where Donald Trump has called out most of the media for what it is, and it's not not having a free press. Have a free press, but have a fair press. But the credibility of some of these people in the press it is below whale dung in the ocean. I mean, they just don't have low? any credibility. That's about as low as you can get to. You get into uh, some oil at the seabed level. But no, it's, 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 it, the press has embarrassed themselves right. numerous times. Dan, I hate to do it, but wrap it up. we got another caller waiting, but please go, go right ahead. Every day he has to argue with the press and they ask the same question over and over and over and over just to try to get him. But thanks. Nope, I've Still around, Mark. I'm listening every day. Love your program. <laughs> I wouldn't miss it. Well, now, a couple of days ago, how could you sit at home while we're saying, where's Dan? You must not have been listening at that moment. I heard you, uh, but my, you were backed up with calls. Well, yeah, I but if you had gotten call through, in, okay. then at the end of the program, then you had about three calls. So I said, well, I won't. Call in. I'll wait till there's a good opening. And well, happy Good Friday. I hope it's an inspiring day. Have a yeah, happy yeah, Easter. We'll be doing it at home, but Jesus Christ is everywhere, so we can worship Him right here in the home. All right. And Thank you so much, you Dan. Can too. Thanks for being a good friends and missing me. I really appreciate that. Oh, now I'm going to tear up. Thank you so much, Dan. <laughs> of course, too late. And now another man who occasionally makes me tear up <laughs> with frustration. Buy more guns, more ammo. We're going to need them. Well, Anyways. That, that, oh, boy, I agree with you, Stan, but I hope not. Uh, I hope not. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, uh, let's talk about social distancing. I, I don't have a problem per se with it now the stay-at-home orders and all that for certain things and the closing down the business some of that I have a problem with you know the governor I know a guy that does uh, excavating okay he was told he couldn't work unless he gets a variance which he's trying to do but you know you know they say they're slow uh, you know giving those out 
But, you know, how, how much social distancing can you get when you're sitting in an excavator out on a job site digging dirt? You know, away from other people. That's pretty That's pretty distant, don't you think? Well, I agree with you. I grew up around excavators, so I agree with you. And, and the, the three things and, I and talked about the kind early. Of stuff, you know, in some of these factories, I understand people work pretty tight quarters. Well, that's one thing. But there's other factories where the people, there might be 10, 15 feet, feet between them or even more. If they take a little caution with the way they touch things, you know, if they all got to wear a mask in, at work, great. Put them back to work. Well, Stan, it, it, your your point about it is again. I I, lo- I look at this car dealerships, the LCB, you know, the state stores, public schools, and the construction industry. Uh, you, you know. Governor, if you're going to do this, then look and adjust afterwards. Because first of all, it was hodgepodge together. But okay, things were happening in down in the southeast part of the state, and maybe Allegheny County. But once you do this, then you know, look at it, revamp, understand what's going on, get some feedback. Why are we? Why are construction workers not not working? A, a good part of them, and why are we letting commerce leave Pennsylvania? And go to other states, and these other states are in the same scenario as we are. However, they've adapted uh, their uh, their economies uh, to try to get a little trickle of revenue coming in, and still practice safe. Why is it that I can I can buy nursery plants at a fine local hardware store, but I can't go to the landscaper and buy mulch? I can go to the grocery store and buy a six pack, but I can't g- go to the liquor store and buy a <laughs> bottle of vodka. <laughs> just yeah. if, you, if you need mul- if you need mulch, Mark, I know where you can get it. Oh, uh, yeah. by the truck, by the truckload. Okay. They'll load it on you, and it's no big deal. Back in, they'll dump it on and drive away with it. Hey, Stan, <laughs> real quick, can you <laughs> no give money a, exchanges yeah. hands? It's just a volunteer effort. Can you give well, us? No, you can you can give money. Can you give us analysis on on gun sales and ammo sales with I, the registration? I, I don't see. I don't. I don't buy and sell guns. I fix them. But I, what I've seen, you know, last month they had the highest. Recorded gun sales, I think, in ever it was like I forget two and a half million guns or transactions. You know, it's a lot. And when you look in, you know, every time I call down the instant check, they're telling me they're having extremely high call volume. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how the that's how the recording starts when you call. You know, I, I, it doesn't take long when I do it normally. Okay. You know, I usually call in the morning, but you know, but some of the stores aren't open. Or they're open, I guess, the governor's, you know, the gun shops can be open, but maybe they've modified how they let people in, you know, and maybe the rush is over because I do know that ammo and guns can be hard to come by right now because, you know, the wholesalers can't get them, you know. And if you want a Remington and if if the wholesaler or the dealer doesn't have it, New York closed the plant down. They're not allowed to make anything. They even volunteered to make ventilators up there at the Remington plant in Ilian. And the governor said, no, you can't do it. You can't work. Blah. They made You're World, done. They made World War II uh, 9-11s up there then. Why can't they make one now? Right. Make, and and it just, well, they won't even let them make ventilators. They're volunteering to go into ventilator production. All right. Which but the governor said, no, you're not working, period. Their assembly line probably is more easily adapted than one that was meant for cars, well, I would it, think. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, the, you know, there's a learning curve on making those things from what I understand. So I'm not sure how you just jump into something like that. But regardless, mm-hmm. you know, they were volunteering to do that. 
And the governor said, no, your th- people are off. I, Done. I, I think we will we will see in history that uh, the governor's office, we've, we've, we've had somebody sleepwalk his way through being governor. Nothing uh, to the man personally, but I think this this will be, in his when his term's over, this will be eight years of Pennsylvania that you'll hold your hands up. And also, you're going to hold your hands up to the Republican-led House and the Senate going, what in the Sam Hill were you folks doing down here? <laughs> yeah, and a lot of things. So, yeah, so, I mean, I, I just think this thing will be over. And, uh, you know, as far as, you know, I, I like the people calling it's all Trump's fault. He didn't act soon enough. But what was Trump going off of as far as information? World Health Organization information. What were they saying in January when China was taking a real steep dive? They said it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't transmitted human to human. You know, no big deal. So, you know, and all these people saying Trump should but listen to the experts. When he listens to the experts and he's being fed a, a line of... Malarkey? Hmm. Yeah, that's it, malarkey. You know, what's what's the man supposed to do? As they say, he's not a doctor. He's not a, what, a geneticist or or, or infectious disease expert. He's the president. He's so a- he's relying on these people to give him information and to give him bad information. So what's he supposed to do? Well, you, you go back and you'll see the health, World Health Organization, which I talked about Friday. They, they, they've been a sham for a long time in a lot of ways, particularly here also when you look back at some of their their past but the united nations again an organization that had great potential in its time and has done nothing to uh, live up to that potential for the most part or very little let's say 90% negative maybe 10% positive so we'll see but they no, are Stan, good at one thing fleecing the american taxpayer well that's true and that's right. the problem our grand <laughs> our great grandchildren now we went past grandchildren now we're into great grandchildren <laughs> thank you so much stan appreciate the call Well, we will have news headlines. We're going to hear about the Sunbury Motor Company, and we are going to open up the phones during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll invite your participation then. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time now, 9 a.m. Good morning. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings and welcome on board the WKOK Live (laughs) Telephone Talk Show. Uh, On the mark, a rare moment of levity during times of pandemonium. Important information, though. What's that? We have have heard from Dan from New Berlin. Right. Cross that off the list. He has risen indeed. All right. Welcome on board, everybody. (laughs) That's a lot of levity. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is now open. Line them up, 1-800-795. Nine five six five. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at seven zero two three six. We want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since uh, nineteen fifteen. Mm. You didn't realize family had four syllables, but it does. Family. Uh, we are. Oh, well, we are. We are family. Uh, and uh, they've been owned that way since nineteen fifteen. They're on Fourth Street in Sunbury, and Routes eleven and fifteen in Hummel's Wharf. They got a couple of accoutrements for you to check out. One is the Quick Lane on North Fourth Street. 
Sunbury. That's where they pump you up with nitrogen. Get your car lined up. They got a body shop there in case your car got a dent or somebody scratched it for you. You can get it fixed up uh, and uh, change the oil. Get the inspection. You name mm. it. They'll, they, well, if it doesn't run, Mark, hold on. Call, call up there and get your car ordered because then May 1st they can deliver it for All you. All right. Amen. Uh, Sunbury Motor Company online specials are out there. Mm-hmm. You can get Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln to your precise specifications, too, if what they got isn't on the lot. Now, before they were told to stand down, they had ordered a lot of cars, so mm-hmm. they are oversold. They uh, got your convertible. You're an April's uh, Mustang, <laughs> Mustang convertible. convertible. Be I ready did see to go. that down there, that red one that looks mm-hmm. like a spaceship. Uh, that is nice. That, 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 that's you guys. I mean, you guys uh, take your uh, trips on vacation. It's got my lovely bride written all over it with and a bandana yeah. over her hair. Yeah, I, I, that's you. Back to the 50s. All right, Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln is their premier dealerships, but they got hundreds of pre-owned vehicles that are l- literally in perfect condition, and they would just love to super serve you at the Sunbury Motor Company. A mm-hmm. rare opportunity for you to do business with uh, a fine family-owned dealership since uh, that's been around for 100 years. And you know, what, right. the, you know what they say down there? What do they say, please? Hurry up. Thank you, Oakley. Okay. Volunteer firefighters from neighboring communities converged on a house fire in Watsontown this morning. A home was heavily damaged, but no injuries reported. Central Susquehanna Regional 911 telling us the alarm was at 6.55 a.m. for a working house fire in the 800 block of Main Street. We have a photograph of the firefight on WKOK's Facebook page from Union County Firewire. They tell us the fire is now under control and no injuries were reported during the firefight. And dispatchers tell us volunteers from Warrior run regional department, Milton, Mifflinburg, and Lycoming County, one Montgomery County company, or I'm sorry, one Montgomery Borough Fire Company was there. Route 44 and 405 were blocked for a time. They should be reopened shortly. Midwest School District is breaking out some out-of-the-box thinking to figure out how to do graduation uh, ceremonies, but as for the prom, that remains doubtful. So says Superintendent Rick Musselman. He says planning's underway on some creative type of graduation ceremony that will be in full compliance with federal and state guidelines. Musselman says Midwest prom has been canceled, but the district could possibly reschedule something somehow this summer. He says it'll depend on what happens with the pandemic and orders from government officials at Midwest. So if the pandemic resides and we get back into some numbers and situations that are positive, is outside-the-box thinking also Reopening schools mm. is that is that outside the box or is that has uh, that uh, they're horse not going to reopen the they're done you can okay. stick a fork in the school year it is over Pennsylvania schools will remain shuttered for the rest of the academic year because of the coronavirus pandemic under a new order from Governor Tom Wolf he said kids are doing some learning now teaching and learning will continue free meals for kids will continue connections they'll continue. This virus has not stopped you from helping your children to safely learn, grow, and know they're cared about every single day. The decision affects more than 1.7 million students in public and private K-12 through schools in Pennsylvania. High school sports now officially done. Uh, the PIAA says uh, that they're canceling the winter championships that were never held and all of the spring sports season. The executive director says it was a difficult decision for everybody at the PIAA. <laughs> it couldn't have been too hard. I mean, it might have been emotionally hard, but hold it, if you're not having school... 
it's hard to have your sports. 30 so. U.S. penitentiary <laughs> staff members from Lewisburg, Penn, are being sent to prisons in New York City and Ohio. Why is that? Well, because the penitentiary staff here doesn't have the COVID virus, and almost everybody does at those prisons. So the U.S. Federal Bureau of Prisons says they want to spread it around. Andy Klein, president of Local 148, tells the Daily Adam prison staff was notified Wednesday that 20 employees go to New York City, 10 to Elkton, Ohio, to assist with short staffing due to the spread of the COVID-19. As you can imagine, this has irritated the union involved in protecting and representing the federal inmates. And Fred Keller, who's going to be on the mark Monday morning at 8.30, has been leading the fight to get the Federal Bureau of Prisons to stop this uh, insane transfer, uh, trying to smooth out the COVID. Well, transferring prisoners one thing. However, going and help your fellow officers and relieving them when the, if there's enough people who are out because of this virus and the overtime is piling on for those people who are still working, isn't that reciprocal? Isn't that what happens? When there's a major storm, do you see electric uh, uh, power companies coming north to south, east to west to help out? I think folks are interested in seeing more of a, a very close regional approach rather than t specifically going to prisons where there's no COVID virus and sending them up there. Why not get like the Rochester, New York prisons to participate this in or Albany or um, what's the one in uh, Northern Maryland? I forget the name of it, where the COVID virus is present in small numbers. Send those folks up there rather than this cherry pick places that don't have it at all whatsoever. Lawrence is worth no, totally Mark, worthless. Mark, that, that should all be discussed. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying overall, there's a lot of reciprocity that goes on in certain well, no industries, that, well, and, I don't want and you hope prisons. everybody would help. But no, I, I, I think that that should all be discussed. That's that's fair. To be continued. Well, yeah, the Fed is not having this discussion publicly, though. Just we are. Anyway, oh, uh, let's see what else can I tell you. Your Pedro government. Rivera, beware your government. Pedro Rivera, judge. shortstop uh, for the Cubs. Right, and finally, questions from journalists often irk President Donald Trump at his White House press briefings, but the White House uh, says nothing irritated reporters more than having their temperature taken. The White House is now taking steps to make sure that no one at the briefing infects the president. Yesterday, reporting reporters were tested for COVID-19 before the session, and it was the same kind of quickie test that President Trump can take, and the move follows a report that a reporter at the White House Tuesday experienced symptoms consistent with the virus. The White House Press Correspondents Association said the reporter tested negative and is feeling fine. The White House said last week anyone expected to be in close proximity to the president or vice president Mike Pence would get a COVID-19 test. And they were upset about that. Well, he, yes, they were irritated. Yeah, okay. Irked uh, is yeah, the word. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let, let, let's uh, un, unbunch your uh, underwear here, shorties. And let's, uh, let's get on the, with uh, uh, life. Jeez. Oh. Why don't they just put a baffle in front of the president? You know, like you, you put the president in a tent. I built one no, in I, 20 minutes why don't here. They call, we should get him up here and look at this. Why, why you, get, you even get oxygen. I the know. president could use some. And you know what? Love is like oxygen. 1-800-795-9565 our telephone number. The president doesn't get much love from that crowd. 1-800-795-9565. Bill, thank you for calling and waiting through the headlines. And you wanted to talk about the president. You're on the mark. Yeah, them in China. Now, we all grew up at some point in, in, in the last many years, and it was said China was positioning themselves uh, to, you know, they want to take over uh, the financial market and uh, world power. I mean, everybody has heard that at one point or another. I agree you heard that also, Mark, right? Uh, Mark's probably heard it. I've heard it. But their, their Belt and Road program is maybe what you're specifically 
uh, talking well, about? They, that, that's their their their, uh, their final goal. I mean, they're they're buying up what they can. Uh, you know, as far as uh, bonds, whatever land. But here's the thing: is right. They're also buying and proving that they've been buying illegal diseases, right? And they got caught. They got caught buying illegal diseases. Now Trump, the Trumpster comes along, right? Turns America around, correcting all the rights and making them wrongs, and actually putting us back. Now you get to the point where you start to go show much positives, and then all the the coup is going to get locked up, right? Now all of a sudden, then uh, we Trump puts the ban on China, the travel ban, right? China says, "Oh, we're going to slow the production down on antibiotics." He says, "Go ahead, we'll start making them here." Well, then they start producing them again, right? So now. They get these, 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 they buy these illegal diseases when they got caught doing it. They make their own vaccine, give it to their own people, and then release it into the world. And, and, I, and I believe this is a test run on their part, how uh, they're going to control everything. I mean, I'm thinking outside the box, right? Because you only got, you got uh, the Netherlands. They're going to surpass them in uh, corona deaths. Uh, Germany should surpass them shortly and Iran's already surpassed them these little countries uh, England surpassed China China's they have cities in China that don't even have the virus major millions of people that don't even have it what does that tell you well they say they don't have it but again going back to this we're going to find out about the Chinese and remember American politicians have been, the Chinese have been in their pockets going back, going back to when Nixon went over there, then it started. But but look at the Democrats and Republicans uh, that have, that, that China has, has financed. Look at, uh, look at the Clinton administration, the relationships with China. Look at H.W. Bush. And, and people have bowed to the Chinese. Now we have an administration that's calling the Chinese out for what they are. You cannot trust communism. You cannot trust the basic principle of communism. Do you think the Chinese truthfully care if, unfortunately, 300,000 people pass away? Not at these, all. These not are, all. No, these, these are wards of the state. They just have 3,000 less they have to... I mean, it is, the, the Chinese, that is what is in their platform for communism and go back and look at Mao and, and look at the Red Book and, and look at the, the history. Look at Stalin and look at the well, history of the remember, Soviet Union. Excuse me. Do you remember about a month ago, the, the one billionaire over in China yes. went public and, and uh, disappeared. And he said about China, that the leader, how he uh, didn't like what he was doing with the corona and this and that. Well, guess what? He's vanished. He's yeah. disappeared. Well, look at the, the doctors. took out the billionaire. He's look gone. at the doctors. Look at the one doctor, I think Dr. Lee, I, I can't think of her first name. She's disappeared. And the first doctor, supposedly, who, who came out with this passed away. I mean, the communism is is so wretched. And, and, and some of these people, especially when Castro passed away, who thought this was great, communism is the scourge of the earth. It's just embarrassing that we have people who think think that it's it's not. And we'll find out what the Chinese does. And remember, the Chinese are paying off politicians in the U.S. Well, not only that, but Russia, it's been proven now. We need uranium. 
Hillary sold our uranium, right? All right, Bill, we got another uh, call coming in. Wrap up, Bill. We're buying it back off of Russia right now. Yeah, and a profit to who? All right, we got you. Thank you so much, uh, Bill. Appreciate the call. Tom, you're next up. Last caller before a quickie break. You're on the mark. Yeah, now we're going to take the the Republican rose-colored glasses off and look at this, the way Trump handled this, really. New York City alone, just New York City, has more COVID virus cases than any other country. Just New York City alone. The rest of the country, if you look at these charts that are on TV, the United States, the whole country, is way, way, way out there. They have like three, four times more COVID-19 cases than any other country. And they have more deaths than all the other countries. We have more deaths. Now, if you think that's doing a good job, I don't know. I don't think it is. Well, maybe maybe you're not. This guy, well, maybe, uh, maybe Tom, you're not understanding the bigger picture. In February, no problem. We got this under control. We got this under control. There's only eight people. Are, pretty are you, soon it'll be down to zero. Are, are you well, talking? Twelve people. Then pretty soon it'll be down to zero. Then there's 15 people. Then it's going to be down to zero. And he, he, he didn't do nothing for two months. What he did? Another thing he did, which is in the news, in February, he sent 18 tons of protective gear over to China. He sent 18 tons of masks and gowns and caps and visors. If you think this is, if you think this has been handled good. I don't know because when when uh, Benghazi Benghazi four people got killed four people this is going to be a lot more than four people and when Benghazi happened there four people got killed and this Trey Gowdy and this Daryl Issa and this Republican this Republican House investigated that eight times eight times they investigated that and on this show. All you heard, all these calls, Benghazi, 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 emails, emails, emails. And you've got all these people dying right now. I mean, I don't know how many people are going to die, though. This is all over. The economy's wrecked. This guy has done a terrible, terrible job. All right, Tom. And the rose-colored glasses are not going to change it. Okay, Tom, your your call says real facts here. So when when are you going to get to some real facts? Uh, those are real facts. Okay. You better, you better look. Those okay. are real facts. New York City alone has more COVID-19 cases than any other country. Just New York City alone. Okay, now you're referring to what the mayor of New York City said, the governor of New York City said, particularly I think on March 2nd, that New Yorkers are strong, they'll get through this, they have the best system. You're, you're referring to then what Speaker Pelosi said about San Francisco. Are, are those the facts you're talking about when they downplayed this virus? No, we're talking about what President Trump downplayed. Oh, okay, so these we're are not different talking facts. about them. This is a national. Okay. This is a national pandemic. This is not a state pandemic. This is a national pandemic, and we have no leadership in Washington D.C. According to you, this is just the way it is. Okay, well, well, hey Tom, that's uh, that's what makes America great. People like you can voice your opinions. Um, your opinions are one thing. 
facts might be another, but uh, yeah, we certainly no, appreciate you. Yeah, same way with you. Facts are a way different thing with you. Uh, yeah. All right, we yeah, got to we got to step in between you two. Yeah, Break cred- it up. Credibility right. does have the facts. Uh, thank, at times. thank you, Tom. Oh, Thanks. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for calling in. All right, quickie break. We've got a caller waiting, and then Bob Garrett's on the line at the bottom mm. of the hour. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We're giving skeptics an open mic today. People who don't <laughs> believe it's a pandemic, they don't believe businesses should be shut down, and they don't believe the governor, nor the education secretary, nor the president, nor Dr. Fauci. They hate everything. And they got an open mic today, and we got the leader of the band here with Mr. Ben Reichley. We have to give thanks to Rob Center, who's staying on top of this. Uh, we appreciate that, our fabulous producer. Uh, Harry, you are on the mark. I have never met a man more skeptical than you, so good morning. You're, you're on the mark. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know that it's not a pandemic. I'd no, I think it is, obviously. Level. Obviously but, it is. Here's, yeah, um, the, the, there's several questions I have, though, and, and one... Uh, I can give you from a practical experience here, is uh, from March 9th to March 17th, when they shut our stores down, Mm -hmm. we did as much business, just short of the same amount of business in those nine days as I did the entire month of March in the year 2019. In that time, we had people lined up shoulder to shoulder, back to back, probably 40, 50 deep in each line, handling hundreds of cases, probably thousands of cases of, of uh, with cardboard during that whole time, and not one person uh, who was in that store had, uh, has gotten sick. So it's just an observation. I don't know if it was luck. I don't know, but it's an observation. Harry, can you, give, can you give the listeners a little background? You manage a LCB store in the Harrisburg area? In Harrisburg, yes. Okay. So, you, so you have direct direct knowledge of what was going on uh, before uh, the governor closed the stores down. Correct, correct. We did three hundred and thirty thousand dollars worth of business in those nine days. In March of twenty nineteen, I did three hundred ninety nine thousand um, dollars. So, you know, at a time, and that was at a time where they were already talking about social distancing and 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 uh, suggesting it, and we had more people in the stores than we've ever had. I mean. We did almost $100,000 worth of business on a Monday, which is, we've never done that much business in the, in the store. Even on New Year's Eve, it's like about sixty-four or 65000 well, so, are Why are the stores closed, in your opinion? And I don't want to put you out there as a, I, I mean, is it the is it the state labor union? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. I have no idea. I, uh, I, I, I find it hard to believe that, uh, that uh, a beer 
distributor or a, uh, can be open and uh, or a, a grocery store and and that our store would have been more at risk than than those. I, I I don't understand the reasoning, but that's not my my decision. Well, Harry, <laughs> I have a I have a friend who has a Camaro, and he also has a friend who's a truck driver. And we're going to leave after the show. We're going to Maryland, and we're going to play the Smoky Bandit theme song <laughs> the whole way down, the whole way back. And we're bringing whiskey and vodka and gin. And and you know we're we're, yeah. we're going. And I'll give the route for the state police. We're going down 15, and we're going to go yeah. into Frederick, Maryland. But I mean, it, it, this is preposterous. We're, we're giving away commerce. Okay. All right. Thank right. you so much, Harry. Now, the other thing, though, the other thing I wanted to say is, is I have a question: is when will we know that it's safe to go? The, what you hear is that somebody won't show symptoms, and it can still be passed. So this could actually go on into perpetuity, couldn't it? Well, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it would have to continue this way until everybody's had it. You know, yeah. otherwise, when you go outside and you resume business, you'll get it. So, yeah, well, we're, we're well, trying to get everybody to get it in a slow fashion. That, and, and they, please, 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 I beg you, please give me the winning Powerball numbers because obviously your memory and your mind is omnipotent if you can guess that that number. Well, go time. go ask Dr. Emanuel. He's talking about uh, 12 to 18 months, but I think uh, Crosby, Steele's Nash & Young, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with, who knows? <laughs> well, right. well, and you know, too, I've often said for years, I had said, and, and uh, I was mostly serious, that the next revolution in this country would be fire, would go without a gun being fired because of all the stuff that was being, uh, you know, all the entitlement programs, people being tired of paying for that, that if you had the entire workforce of this country stop working anywhere from two to four weeks, you could bring the system to its knees. I never thought it would be brought to its knees by the government, though. <laughs> yeah, this is a government shutdown, and it's, and, and remember, too, we had a caller earlier talk about that. The, the president has once one scenario of leadership but remember they've they've left the governors handle what's going on in their states and we've seen some governors that have stepped up uh california washington and we've seen some governors that have just unfortunately seemed to whine and complain about and go back and look how they prepared their states would be very interesting all right thank you so much harry thanks for checking in we appreciate you sharing your thoughts thanks for calling in uh, bob garrett on the line uh, president and ceo Oops, that's not the right line there we go uh, that's not the right line. <laughs> if I just push every button, we'll get it. You got it. That's two oh, out of three ain't bad. Or I'm sorry. Like that, uh, Mark. I'm not used to dealing with people on line four. I don't know what you're Whoa. doing down there. So. Line four? Yeah, well, you had to wait I, three well, callers. I'm, I'm honored. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I, was, uh, I was even fact-checking uh, uh, Ben there just to make sure it was actually Stephen Stills who wrote uh, Love the One You're With, although you gave me a little snicker there. Uh, ben, uh, uh, when you when you said that, well, hey, uh, Mark, this is a good news, bad news call because uh, the good news is I just finished a delicious mocha donut from Eagle Wind Donut Shop. The bad news is I can't be up there with you and uh, Ben today and bring one of a donut to each one of you. So just I, put I'm it sorry on the front porch. The bad news, but the donuts are great. Oh, best best put it best on the donuts porch. in the valley. Best donuts in yeah. the valley. <laughs> Yeah, so, hey, uh, Mark, I guess the main reason I wanted to call was uh, uh, you you had on uh, Dr. Rousseau from the Sigmund Wise School of Business this morning, Susquehanna University, and he did a fabulous job. Uh, I felt uh, felt like I may have uh, set him up there with Stump the Professor 
on the question about the 1918, uh, 1919 <laughs> and, pandemic. And the roaring uh, but 20s. He, but he, and the roaring mm-hmm. 20s. But, and, you know, call me Pollyanna. Uh, but, uh, you know, or a raging moderate, however, whatever you want to call it. But really, the chamber's position on this is, is let's, let's do our very best to follow the experts as closely as we can, but let's come out of this as quickly as, as we can and as completely as we can. Uh, we, we, ideally, we'd like to come out of this thing, uh, and there's no question that we're in a recession. I, my estimate, um, I don't have any hard data to go from. This is all anecdotal. My estimate is that we're about 25% uh, unemployed. Now, mm-hmm. what does that mean in a, in a situation like this? Mm-hmm. That means their people aren't working. They're getting unemployment. They're, they're itching to get back to work. I mean, I'm taking two dozen calls a day of businesses. Bob, can we please reopen? Can we reopen? And the best I can do is to suggest to them, let's follow the, let's, uh, you know, let's get in line behind the guidance that's coming from the state and federal government. But then let's get ready to get back to work right away. And frankly, and particularly on a beautiful day like this, it's time for the government to start understanding Today? a little bit better how business operates. Uh, okay, Pollyanna. Um, <laughs> why... And I know you have to walk a, uh, a line here, and, and maybe the gray area, but the frustration, construction industry, public schools, LCB stores, which you just talked to a manager in car dealerships, and, right. and there, there are many, but the inconsistencies, and, and look at it this way, the governor had to make a decision. Okay, he made a decision. How informed he was, time will tell, but once you've made that decision, then can you go back and adjust? So not that we need to do what New Jersey or New York or West Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, Ohio do. But on the other hand, don't you want to be somewhat consistent with what's going on? Meaning a great article, I think it was a daily item, had in it a dealership, car dealer ownership, has five stores in PA and five stores in Ohio out in western Pennsylvania. You know, it's five in PA or closed, it's five in Ohio or open. So at some point, when do you come back and adjust? You know, you know you, you, the governor set this up quite quickly. Uh, it came out on Thursday. It was going to be that evening, but then the next day. Then, you know, so what is a business that is essential? What isn't? The supply chain line to essential business, you know, they were closing down certain parts of it that people couldn't get the parts to do their business. What happened with the adjustments that, that, that are needed here? Uh, did the governor just go deaf to that? Yeah. Well, Ben, I, I mean, I appreciate that you say I have to walk a line. Uh, I, the chamber doesn't have to walk a line. We are unapologetically pro-jobs and pro-business. Um, but I'll, uh, this is what I'll say is that um, I, I think the time has come, and I know that Gene Barr at the state chamber agrees with me on this, uh, and every chamber in Pennsylvania agrees with this. It's time for them to start looking at sector by sector. Uh, you, you know, you you put up the example of the construction industry you know the construction industry is is at the very basic core i mean before they begin every day they start with a safety briefing they are safety oriented it's what they do every day when you look at that big bridge under construction 
across the Susquehanna River, those people have thousands of dollars of safety equipment hanging on their bodies to make sure that not only do they get to go to work in the morning, they get to go home in the evening. Uh, because, you know, one, one bad step uh, up on that bridge and game's over. That's the truth of the matter is how hard would it be for them to say, hey, uh, for the foreseeable, you know, next 90 days or so, put a mask on. Exactly. Uh, the other thing, too, is uh, the, um, the other thing, too, is, is this, this shutdown has been so, uh, I'll call it bifurcated. It, the, 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 the companies that they've said, okay, you can work, and ones that they say can't work, you know, we all just scratch our heads and say that doesn't make any sense at all uh, with the ones. So what we're hoping now is follow the guidance, social distancing, do all those things, but can you please let us come back to work uh, and get this economy going again? Because, you know, the, the governor, I know that he's having his daily briefings uh, on uh, on the COVID, uh, but, you know, he better start some daily briefings about what he's going to do with the $4 billion hole that he now has in his uh, budget. Uh, and, and, you know, the got to have a budget on July 1st or everything goes out of business with the state. Uh, that's, that's a really, really big issue. Stay safe, keep your distance, but get back to work. Well, and one person referred to it, maybe it's okay to weed out businesses that were on the margin that weren't significantly profitable or maybe not profitable, you know, maybe just a sustaining business. Some, somebody remarked yesterday that that was okay if we weed out barely profitable businesses, but I'm sure that owner and that family, they don't appreciate well, that. I was going to say, their, that's okay. Right. That, that, well, let you me, know, that's not okay. Uh, that's ridiculous. Mark, let me let me suggest to that uh, to the person that made that comment that maybe what what they were what they were suggesting is that this recession that we find ourselves in this this shutdown that we're in has created a liquidity issue for businesses, and that's why you've seen the federal government rush through the CARES Act. That's why you see them rushing through an Infrastructure Act. Is we have taken very very good solid businesses. And have have uh, have taken away their liquidity, their ability to, yeah. to bring in money and, and move money through. Um, so the government, but you know, there there are limits to what government can do, and we're about to see what those limits are, uh, because you can only print money for so long. You know, this is funny money that they're sending. Those checks that we're going to get in the mail tonight, so they tell us, um, uh, that's funny money. That's not. There's no gold. There is nothing behind that unless we get back to work and people can start paying their taxes again, et cetera. Yeah, but Bob, when you, when you look at, at the scenario, it, there's, the implementation of government programs are the frustrating part, I, I find personally, is, again, they passed this, they got it out fast, uh, unfortunately, you know, Nancy Pelosi held it up for three, four, five, six, seven days. Okay, so we would have been understanding what the hurdles need to be and addressing those hurdles. Now they want, they feel they're $250 billion short. They want to get that in, but now you got groups, Democratic groups, who want to put some you know constraints on it to a degree. The, the frustrating part is when we're seeing, even when the president has his news briefings, the key is 
government's doing so much. We see the CDC uh, sort of hiccup a little bit on, on, on some of the testing they weren't prepared for. We see that. We see the FDA have regulations that are frustrating. But I think the positive part is we're seeing the private sector do an end run and say, no, no, we're going to go solve. We'll put a solution to this problem. We're, we're going to be the ultimate salespeople. If we understand your problem, we're going to give you solutions. So I think the positives here is we see the engine of American ingenuity being revved up despite government trying to trying to hold it back. Well, uh, Ben, you've, I, I can't help myself. You've uh, set me up. What a perfect sequitur. And uh, what I want to point out to folks is the main thing that the private sector needs from the government is for the government to get out of the way. And I'm not talking about get out of the way, let us reopen. I'm talking about get out of the way and let that private ingenuity ingenuity work. You know, there are lessons, and I would encourage folks, uh, take a few moments, particularly if you're at home, uh, you know, turning your brain into peanut butter, watching uh, soaps or something, take some time and, and find good literature and learn what happened in the, uh, in the, the end of the first, uh, the, uh, well, in 2018-19, uh, and then the depression, it wasn't a recession, it was a depression of, 20, of 2020, and then coming out of it, the roaring 20s, when uh, America was at its most innovative. You know, that's that's when you think about, that's when the assembly line was invented. You know, before that, everything was individually crafted. That that was the assembly line. And then look around the greater Susquehanna Valley at all the companies that were started at that time period. You know, I'm looking out my window and I can see the, uh, I can see the wise market headquarters. So that they, they, they became the business that they are, thanks to the engine, uh, the uh, what what happened in the in the uh, roaring twenties. Uh, yeah, but Bob, and more and more and more companies, and and that's the kind of ingenuity we need now to come out of this uh, this intermittent, I'm going to call it. A recession we find ourselves. Yeah, but the roaring. This is not a structural recession. It's an induced recession. Yeah, the roaring twenties also gave us Joe Kennedy and bootlegging and some other things. So, 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 <laughs> well, there, there needs I, to be government regulations, but they need to be guardrails on a four-lane highway or six or eight-lane yeah. highway, and ju- and just you know hold you know. But again, I know your your point's well taken. I I think we're, we'll come out of this better than ever. And the point being is that we were realizing the regulations on that government has the FDA, the CDC, uh, we'll go back and we'll, we'll you know, regroup, and then, then I think common sense will take over on some of these situations. Thank you for checking in, Bob. Yep. Uh, always a pleasure, Mark. Uh, look forward to next time we're together. Okay, right. Pollyanna. We'll find out what the... <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that Bob's never called that. That's but, not uh, true. I, I prefer raging moderate. There we go. <laughs> raging <laughs> moderate. Right. Thank you so much, Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Right. And good as Jonathan Green, President of Susquehanna, said, Bob Garrett, the right man to be president and CEO of the chamber. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Light them up. Let's get these uh, phone calls going here. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. But call 1-800-795-9565. we got some emails and texts at onthemarketwkok.com and 70236. But call us immediately. we got the classic uh, COVID skeptics on board. We're going to read their emails <laughs> in a moment. 
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, one of our listeners sends us a note. When will it be over? It will be over, A, when we have a vaccine. Two, we are shut down to prevent the healthcare system from being overwhelmed. Use the example of New York City. Three, we develop herd immunity. That will help down the road. If everybody uh, got this over a two- to four-week period, a person <laughs> who got very ill would not have the opportunity to get well, as no nurse, doctor, hospital, bed, or ventilator would be available. You have an opportunity to stay well or get well with the trickle effect now so we need that mm. vaccine and uh, yeah to, we, to a degree uh, we don't want to shut down information is correct and uh, but also to to a degree I think you have to look at the models that people came up with to create some of the information um, I think it's fair to look at look at all things but uh, you yeah, know the emailer is uh, is uh, is correct with uh, the analysis there however look at modeling and what modeling created, especially in New York City. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five one caller on the line, another one calling in. Uh, Billy, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning guys. It's really important to point out here that we are not New York City. You know, it, and we and we do have there's one it's one thing to talk about predictive models which seem to be changing on a daily basis. Fortunately they seem to be changing downward. But we actually do have uh, a bit of a case study, actual numbers from Italy, in terms of the fact that Milan, Italy, is not the same as rural Italy. And you have not seen the same sort of exponential increase in rural Italy that you saw in the more populated areas just occurring at a later date. Uh, so I, I just reject the fact, and of course our governor doesn't reject it. I wish he did, but I reject the fact that we're the same as New York City or we're the same as Philadelphia. All of these mandates and orders that come from, from our state governor, uh, you know, they they come with a broad brush. It's the same for rural Pennsylvania. It's, it's the same for the counties who still only have, you know, less than a half dozen cases as it is for Philadelphia County with 25% plus of the cases. So, you know, I, I just think we just continue to <laughs> ultimately we 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 we're we're so willing to place our lives in the hands of those that call themselves experts and when are people going to wake up and say you know maybe the federal government is I, i've already realized the federal government is not the expert on educating my children why do i think they're the expert on keeping me alive 
Why do I think they're the expert on keeping me employed? Why do they think? Why do I think they're the expert on keeping uh, food coming from the work of my own hands uh, into my home? We don't trust the government for these other things. We're skeptical about that. But it seems like in, in a time of crisis like this, you know, Rahm Emanuel said, "Never waste a good crisis," and that's because in times of crisis, people basically just say, well, whatever the government says, that's what we're going to do, that's what we're going to believe, and uh, it's, it's, time to, it's time to reopen Pennsylvania, especially rural Pennsylvania, and we, we don't have, we're not seeing the hospital bed shortages, especially in these rural areas. We won't see them because we're, we're already socially distanced just by the nature of the area that we live in, and we, we can withstand this. Which we part? can't we can't withstand a gut, losing all of our jobs, especially these self-employed uh, folks, these small businesses that can't even get on the unemployment rolls yet. When they're marching in the streets, that's when this is going to change, and, and I think it's going to be shortly because people are running out of money. Well, it, we, in a way, we're we're certainly not like an urban area, but we're the same as an urban area in that there's one hospital bed for every 100 people. Now, our 100 people are spread out, so we have one hospital bed for every uh, uh, 100 people, and we have, there's, uh, I think, uh, 10 ICU beds at Evan and a couple dozen at Geisinger. So if all 76,000 people uh, in our immediate uh, Sunbury region get sick at the same time, we're going to have a shortage of ICU beds by about 200 or so. So you're saying we should just open everything up and just let everybody get the virus at the same time. And, you know, um, you're not saying this. I'm going to say it. Just let anybody who dies from this die from it. People die all the time anyway. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to die this year anyway. No, I'm not saying that at all. Number one, you're making, you're going off of a very false premise that everyone is susceptible to this disease. And there's been very substantial case studies already where people were living in close proximity to one another. There was an outbreak, and not more than 30% of the people that were living there got the disease. Some folks are naturally immune. The second thing is you're, you're going off of the premise that if the government doesn't tell everyone to social distance, no one will. That's ridiculous. People are will all, all automatically already do things to keep themselves secure, to keep themselves safe, especially when they're the most vulnerable. We don't need the government to tell us in this case what we have to do. They've told us what they believe is. They've told us what they believe are the facts. Let us react to those and do our best to keep ourselves safe. People are doing that. They're doing it in states like Wyoming, South Dakota, which don't have these same kind of lockdowns. Governor Christie Noem in South Dakota has said, look, we don't have a constitutional right to do these things. And we're not seeing in those rural populations in South Dakota the same kind of blow-ups. So, All right. Well, thank uh, you so much, Billy. I really appreciate Great explanation. Uh, you're a fabulous spokesperson for Common Sense under the, during this uh, time. Uh, there's, of course, a wide range of people slamming their steering wheel saying, no, no, <laughs> I'm following a different leader. But uh, I do appreciate it. Billy, we're, we're going to be in touch with you, and I really thank you for explaining this, you know, uh, giving us uh, uh, more important information on this today. So thank you, sir. Thanks.
Right, that's uh, Billy Allred. Now, he's been here uh, in person in years past, in months past, and uh, was on the news line about two weeks ago. And uh, more common sense remarks relating to this. All right, I'm going to hit a quickie short and break, Van, so stand by, and then we're coming right to you. Guys, when it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Who? Westbrook. Oh, 1-800-795-9565 our telephone number. Uh, we just did some quick math, Ben and I did, based on what's already happened in the U.S. in terms of the pandemic. Uh, we would only be short about 60 uh, ICU beds per week in the Snyder Union or Thumbelton and Montour County area. If you count there's 200,000 people, only a third get it, but they'll get it over the course of six weeks or so, so they won't be sick at the same time. Of them, only 10% need hospitalized. Of that number, only 10% need an ICU bed. You'd only be 50 beds short between Geisinger and Evan. So you only need 50 more no, ICU you, beds. You, you lease the Sunbury Hospital. Right. Rebuild that and get that going. Yeah, that would probably take about 50 and that would solve the problem. Van, I hope you have some more solutions too. Thank you for calling and waiting. Go right ahead. I don't know if I have any solutions, just some observations that you know. every time I listen to the news, and this goes back to the very beginning, almost like they're leaking stuff out just preparing you for the next step and the stuff that i've seen now for the past little while leaking out is like 18 months is like you keep hearing that figure like it's preparing us to prepare for this to go on for that long right <laughs> and also i've heard the schools the teachers and schools are being told to prepare uh for online stuff for this fall so that's it's it's not going to clear up. They're they're not going to let this stop anyway. But the thing that gets me is why not just let people work because there's lots of people that are working right now, and they're allowed to as long as they practice you know, social distancing. We can all go to the stores. So why not let like contractors and stuff that now are not allowed to work? To me, that's crazy. Well, I'd say this, Van. I think that the information—I don't know where you've heard it from—and but if, if they're if they're looking to shut down schools next year, if they're looking at this, basically, it's either this pandemic is is they're concerned it's going to kill this many, or there, there, there's something going on here because some of this does not add up. And I think in the next two weeks, we'll we'll see a clearer picture of this. But it's, something's not. I, I, I'm not. 
understanding why they've shut schools down this year unless there's an economic advantage or schools need two months to shut themselves down. Uh, I, I, I would hope they could go back for two or three weeks in May if, if this resides the way we think it might be in the next week or two. If not, then you then you keep schools out. But uh, there, there's something not going on uh, with the governor's office and, and some of these industries. Well, you know, looking at this from a biblical perspective, and I'm not saying this is the time it's going to happen, but sometime down the road, according to the Bible, that we're going to have a worldwide economic collapse, and a one-world government is going to be set up. And what, what better way, I mean, if, if we go on like this, to me, our, I, I called in the other day and asked about if you guys thought the economy was going to rebound, and yes, you know, Joe thought that, and so did Mark. I honestly don't. If this continues on, there is no way that we're going to recover from this. I... Uh... <laughs> well, then it's gonna it's gonna be a world uh, world scenario. But I I just think uh, uh, people will people will prevail. Thank you so much, Van. We appreciate your comments. I hope you're wrong. Yeah, I hope I'm right again. I hope I am too. Every, every time you call, I hope I'm right, and I hope you're wrong. But we don't have evidence. That's the best Good Friday <laughs> proof yet. So we'll find out soon enough. You're listening to On the Mark on WKOK Sunbury, ten o'clock.